Hello and welcome to today's VJ Hemon podcast. Today, we're hearing from leading experts in the field of multiple myeloma who are going to be discussing whether CAR T therapy or bispecific antibodies would be more suitable to replace autologous stem cell transplantation in the treatment of myeloma. First up, we have Hermann Einzel of the University of Würzburg in Germany, who's going to share his thoughts on which method may be more beneficial, outlining efficacy and toxicity profiles for both CAR T therapy and bispecific antibodies. I was asked to talk about the replacement of high-dose chemotherapy and autologous stem cell transplantation by immunotherapy. And my specific task was to address the role of bispecific antibodies or to, to balance between bispecific antibodies in CAR T cells. And um, one of the, the major points that I, I would like to make is that the bispecific antibodies clearly have an advantage because they are off-the-shelf products. Um, they are available um, as products that can be used for subcutaneous or IV application that we can do precise dosing and that the application can be weekly, two-weekly, and even three-weekly. And in addition, we can use off-the-shelf products and target different antigens on a myeloma cell, like using BCMA-directed bispecifics, GPRC5D-specific bispecifics, FCRHR5 uh, by uh, specific um, bispecific uh, antibodies, and also maybe in the future CD38-directed bites. Uh, in contrast, CAR T cells are not off-the-shelf products, so they require a quite intensive production time. The, the cell product is highly variable, so the T cell subset composition, the transduction efficacy, the viability of the CAR T cells all uh, are influencing the, the final immunotherapeutic a product that we use. So there is clearly a difference in the availability and the precise dosing. And I see this as an advantage for the bispecific antibodies. Um, it was mentioned, and we have a, a previous discussion already, that maybe CAR NK cells or allocars might actually be a game changer because they could actually be off the shelf CAR T cell products. On the other hand, the extensive genetic modification of, uh, uh, that has to be used to make allocars um, uh, av available might also have an impact on the immunogenicity and maybe also the viability of the allocars. And at the same time, the car NK cells that could also be a kind of off-the-shelf uh, car cell product, we don't really know enough about the persistence of these cells, about the migration into the tumor uh, tissue. So I think at the moment we don't really see uh, or do have enough data to really see that CAR, -Ts, CAR NK cells or allocars can be really used as a kind of replacement of uh, conventional autologous CAR T cells. 
Then we have the issue about efficacy and toxicity. And the data that are available clearly show that CAR T cells uh, induce a higher rate of, of overall responses, a higher rate of, of CR rates, and maybe a longer progression-free survival when compared to all the bispecific antibodies that are available in clinical trials. But a lot of them, the bispecifics, they haven't been really used in the highest dose range. In some of these trials, the MTD hasn't been really reached yet. So I think we still see some, we probably see additional improvements in the overall response rate and maybe also in progression-free survival with the bispecifics. Then there is a question about the um, application mode. So CAR T cells are kind of a one-shot treatment versus uh, with a bispecific, it's always said it's a treatment forever. Now, I, I wouldn't really um, confirm this. I think if we look at the CAR T cell products used for treatment of multiple myeloma, um, clearly, it's a limited. Um, um, it's a limited time. We find these cells to persist in the peripheral blood, so um, I don't really see that CAR T cells are kind of uh, a living drug, or at least live for a long time period. And the strategies that are increasingly used, like adding in cell modes, adding in imids, adding in antibodies, or tyrosine kinase inhibitors and give these for a long time period indicates that obviously this one-shot treatment with CAR T cells in myeloma doesn't really work. And with bispecifics, it's very true. It's very true that there is at the moment the, the issue that they are given as a continuous um, uh, treatment until progression. But from the data that I see from the different trials, I would thing that probably a limited uh, a time of application, then stopping and then retreatment if a patient is progressing would also be an interesting option. And about the toxicity, it's clear that at least with a dose range that has been evaluated with CAR T cells and biospecifics, there is an advantage for the biospecifics that are induce a lower rate of CRS and lower degree of CRS, and the same applies to neurotoxicity. And also the hematotoxicity is clearly more pronounced with CAR T cells when compared to bispecific antibodies. So in summary, I would probably go for the uh, bispecific antibodies to replace autologous stem cell transplantation. Now, Thomas Warren Harry of the Freuter Hospital Cancer Center in Milwaukee will compare patient outcomes with CAR T therapy and bispecific antibodies in the relapsed or refractory setting, highlighting both the challenges and benefits of each type of therapy. I'm speaking to you on the background of the um, International Myeloma Workshop in Vienna in September 2021. Um, I will be participating in a debate here on which immune approach in myeloma is most likely going to replace autologous stem cell transplant. So there are two major immune approaches in multiple myeloma that are emerging as um, blockbuster treatments for patients. These are one, CAR T cells against BCMA, and the others, other approach is bispecific antibodies, which are 
generally a BCMA CD3 bispecific antibody in the category of teclistamab or TNB383B, et cetera. Uh, both of these are capable of producing a large number of responses, even in relapsed refractory myeloma patients, and sustaining those responses over time. However, there are fundamental differences between the two approaches. CAR T cells are tedious. They are generally a one-and-done approach where one treatment similar to a transplant is done and further maintenance strategies have not, at least at this time, emerged. Um, and following that, the majority of patients get to do an MRD-negative remission, and those patients tend to keep those remissions going for any, anywhere from one to two years or even beyond in some cases, especially for the exceptional responders. We don't know the mechanisms of relapse uh, very clearly after CAR T cells, the biospecific antibodies, on the other hand, are given similar to any other monoclonal antibody treatment, such as daratumumab or uh, sarcleza or isotuximab. Um, these treatments are repeatedly given at an interval ranging from every three weeks to every week. And they, their side effect profile, uh, at least for the initial part, is similar to CAR-T, but of a lesser grade of severity. But the repeated treatment can go on for many years as long as the patient is responding. Both of these approaches have their own um, risks and benefits. And also, we need to ask the question, do they replace autologous stem cell transplant? Do they complement autologous stem cell transplant? Could they use to consolidate the benefit of autologous transplant? And how will myeloma initial therapy change in the future? Because all of these immune approaches right now are being tested in relapse patients. And the treatment of patients who have never relapsed or the upfront treatment, how we use autotransplant generally, that setting immunotherapy is still in its early, early stages. So overall, I think it's going to be an exciting debate. And I um, request anyone who is in Vienna or following online to log into it. And uh, myself and Dr. Hem Einsley will be debating each other about which approach uh, serves patients the best in the future. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to the experts. For more podcasts and news on novel immunotherapies for multiple myeloma, visit vjhemoc.com or follow us on Twitter at vjhemoc. Be sure to subscribe to VJ Hemoc podcasts, which are available on Spotify, Apple and Podbean.